This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The following will contain strong language, adult themes, and of course, Mara. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to season two. What's goody guys, it's Tammy. Hey, it's your girl Mara. And this is the Not Too Much Podcast. If you know, you know. Guys, it's the first episode of season two. You made it. We made it. No, I say they made it. Yeah, us. (laughs) Us and you guys. Yeah. It's a collaborative approach. Yeah. I mean, they probably don't know, you guys probably don't know actually, like, how far in advance this has been recorded. Oh, Lord. We've had some interesting theories. Do you guys record it every week? Mm. Like you said, realistically, guys, Mm -mm -mm. life is life (laughs) We do not, we're not able, we do not have the capacity for that. We are not able to sit down every week and record. So, we just, we just dash them at you every week. Yeah. We're done. We pre-record. We pre-record. We like that. Organize like that. Mm-hmm. We got a schedule, people. Mm-hmm. Let's not show off too much <laughs> in case something happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, I just wanted to say, like, the upgrade from season one to season two. Yeah. Ah. Like first episode, we got mic stands. We got no. Mic. You should see us, guys. In fact, you'll probably see like a photo, like on yeah. the gram or something, about our setup. But we've really improved. You know. I'm I feel sh- like I missed the mic in my hand. Like my hand had that strength. Please I'm worried relax. now. I'm you sure they do. don't miss the audio quality. Yeah, they <laughs> don't miss it. They <laughs> don't miss it. The audio quality for episode one. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Yeah, and, you know you powered through. And if yeah. you've just shown up now, you're showing up at the right time. Yeah, because we were sound like robots. There was crackle. Eat, won't eat. Won't. That was us. <laughs> no, seriously. It's not like we're in a microwave at times. Mm. Yeah, but let's not to be too hard on ourselves because. We could actually have nothing. We had something. We had something. Mm. And we tried. But talking about trying. Oh. oh no. One thing that I think has been a topic of conversation for us while starting season one was trying to become social media guys. Yeah. Let's talk about people. Oh god. Mm-mm. Okay. I'll... Let me go first. Mm. The thing is, guys, if you knew me prior to NTM podcast. I'm not a social media hermit, but I pretty much carried myself like one. Mm-hmm. Realistically, the last time I had posted was year 11. Considering that I was age 16 wow. at year 11, and I'm now 20 years old. Four years. <laughs> four, four testing years of not posting. And you know something? I never was craving it or anything. Mm-hmm. I just I just got used to it. And I felt this immense anxiety when starting this podcast. Because I was like, realistically, I cannot keep that same energy. I said, I've got to give the people a little something. I've got, I've got to feed the crowd. Not even just feed the crowd. I had to feed my friends. My mm, friends were very, starving. very tired. They need to leave with summit. <laughs> I'm leaving with summit. My friends said to me, <laughs> my friends said to me in 2023, Tammy, I'm leaving here with something. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving here with something. So I was like, you know what? No more zero posts on Instagram, mm. specifically Instagram mm. in 2023. You know, baby steps, but 
you know, guys, give me a round of applause. I, I put my first picture out there Woo! not too long ago. Period. You know, and I actually felt good about it. Mm. You know, there's a level of just putting it out there. Yeah, yeah don't like it. Mm. But I was like, you know what? It's there and it's there to stay for now until I choose to, mm. you know, swap it out for some new content. But you know something? It's there. How did you find being a social media girly? Mm. Do you, was it like rough anxiety? What did it? Can I even call myself a social media girly? Like, I think people have noticed in different ways that right. I've become more active. Mm. Let's just say, mm. your girl has been serving up some content, not just on Instagram. I feel like Instagram is very much an aesthetic platform for me. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to see content from me, you're not going to get to see my wayward side. Believe me, there is a wayward side to me. You're going to... Oh, not too much. But no, I think my wayward side comes out more on Snapchat. Which I thought was a dying platform for me, specifically. Mm-hmm. But actually, like, my private story, things like that, like, that's where I was like, you know what? I said to my friend, I was like, to him, this actually has my name on it. This has my phone number, my email address, all of these things. Why am I acting like this is not my account? When you put <laughs> it like that? That's scary. I said, this is actually mine, and I'm acting like it's someone else's. Ooh. I'm acting like I have to please someone else who didn't even put any of their personal details on that account. They got their own account. So I said, you know what? You know, it's it's for better. I can't even say for worse. For better, you know, for me to tap into this element of being a social mm-hmm. media girly mm-hmm. if I'm going to call myself that. What, you, what about you, Tammy? Like, it's not Tammy. Tammy. <laughs> I'm it's not Tammy. Is it MTT? Oh, well done. Don't need me, girl. Now, I let myself ask me again. Now ask me again. No, I, I like don't it. set me up. <laughs> ask me again. I want to don't talk. Set me up, Mara. What do you think? <sighs> Not you sniffing. Oh no. Get to it. Dry eyes. <laughs> Dry eyes. Dry, Dry eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been a social media. First of all, I, I I'm glad your journey and your development on socials but I'm, I'm, I'm going the opposite way I don't want to post I have one singular post from Halloween and it may just stay like that um who took it oh God, <laughs> <laughs> realistically who took both of the pictures that are on your thing Tammy 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 you're a photographer yeah she so said shout out to Tammy yeah Get out her guys. Commission. She's anyway. acting shy, but this is exactly what she said. <laughs> she literally to. does photography. Mara, you have the floor. Um, I don't want the floor because I'm not a social media guy. I feel like I've just lost. I, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. I don't know if it's worth it. What did you mean, like, you've lost it? Because mm, did you have it? Because when I first, like, met you and you're like okay you know how you exchange socials with people mm-hmm. i remember when i first exchanged, and like you know you had a lot quite a bit going on on oh, your you're even the type of person yeah, what did you used to put in your bio oh i don't know how to take photos so do you really want to follow but it was just like you were free to be yourself yeah. i think social media girl is not just about being aesthetic it's actually just doing your thing oh, for i sure. know but for, for a lot of a lot of it is about being aesthetic and mm. i don't think i'm an aesthetic person I'm too chaotic. Okay, but let's take this out of the realm of Insta. Mm. I think that outside of Insta, you're actually quite a social media. Yeah. Oh, me? Oh, yeah. my Snapchat. But I haven't posted. Miss Adventures of Mara. I, ooh. Ooh, sorry! <laughs> <laughs> actually, <laughs> 
I just outed the whole. She released like the entire Beep. private story. My name. private story because realistically, some people don't know there's a private story. They just think like, oh, oh my god, you can't be for real. You don't post on your main, so how would they not think that there's a private? <laughs> I just think I'm a little ghost. <laughs> I never, I never post my mail. I'm just like my private. On Snap, I used to be active. In fact, am I still active on Snap? I will respond to you on Snap, mm-hmm. but I don't post anymore. You're an iMessage girl now. Now oh, no. transformed it's, us. It's because of this one right here. <laughs> she's actually transformed. She's put her agenda out. She's transformed us into iMessage girls. No, yeah. she's so annoying like that. How because she do that? She don't, no, it's because <laughs> I realised the way to reach to this girl. Because at one point, I was left on the liver for like five days. <laughs> and I wasn't having it. Especially when we was in first year and we was in the same kind of a calm vicinity. Oh and I would God. see her. <laughs> and it would still be on delivered. I said, no, this isn't right. I said, <laughs> No. I Actually, really no. work. You came through with the voice notes. I love the little voice note from you. Yeah, I thought I was good. I wasn't. Okay. I Maybe wasn't. that was just Mara's experience. I enjoyed our interactions. No, but I think the thing is, I just knew <laughs> I was going to see everyone. I'm just not. A, I'm not a Snapchat kind of girl. Mm. So wait, what is considering social media guiding? What is social yeah. media now? Because we can't talk about tweet tweet and like. <laughs> So we got Insta, we got TikTok. Snap, oh TikTok. TikTok. No, now maybe TikTok about. is where I need to go to because that's the chaotic energy. That's I am. where you like to do your thing. No, don't trust Mara sometimes what? because Mara will take switch. <laughs> Mara will take TikTok videos, yeah, and she'll actually post them. You'll be in it and you won't know. I was oh. slipping. I was slipping. She was not even. Sleeping. And I woke up and there was one day where I was like, oh, let me just go, like you know peruse on tiktok maybe follow mara and now like my, fr- my friends oh yeah. maybe follow and i followed you mm-hmm. and that is when i found out i saw mara's doing the transition i was like okay what's going on here oh then i see TikTok. me <laughs> it was just me and her i almost i was sweating i said how did this girl do this then she did it again when we did a staycation that summer in that hotel oh yeah and she posted it and do you know how many views it shot up to in 20, 20 minutes? Oh, yeah, they're like, private. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, how does this girl do this? Son, it's the Mara touch, the Midas touch. I think TikTok think... is your platform. Mm. No, but I think people are making careers out of being social media guys, and I, I applaud it. Mm. I applaud it because realistically, the world as we know it has changed so drastically. Like, building a social media career... Mm-hmm. Almost like it doesn't just buy you things; it buys you choice and freedom. Ooh, mm. and it's worth it in that aspect. But also, people, let's not sell our souls for a buck now. Oh, because um, <laughs> I bit no, because seriously, some things that are being overshared, and then we need to cut down. Oh, we're back to this one. Back to the topic. <laughs> no, <guys>. because <laughs> no. Because, but I have a question. Yeah, you said it being worth it from a commercial, like you know, certain like business future perspective mm-hmm. for pleasure. Because there's business yeah. and there's pleasure. That's Do you not question. see it as it being worth That's for pleasure? That's the thing with social media. It hmm, it tends to hmm, it tends to promote blurring business and pleasure, and then we get into this thing where people are. I always say. My mum always tells me, Mara, work to live, don't live to work. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think social media girlies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's, it's getting a bit techie. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Mm. Now? Because let's throw, let's throw out, it of, you. out of all of us, yeah. I feel like this girl's been a bit active. 
acting. You know what I mean? Acting. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know something? Mm. I've been seeing your name pop up up in there. I've been I watching said, oh. I said, I've oh. I've not been active at all. Let me see your Instagram. But maybe She's we can... more f- posts than us. Yeah, she does. I have two posts. And you know something that's probably confusing? I try not to mislead people because I feel like sometimes within your circles of friends someone might appear as a social media person to you because you are able to have access to them and certain like levels of their social media content Mm -hmm. to the whole to the rest of the to the people in general outside of your circles Mm -hmm. like that social media Mm -hmm. category do you fall into do you now I'm asking you You? (laughs) capital Y you Oh, I didn't know what you were spelling. I was like, what's going Do you know what? I feel like, personally for me, I always have a warped perception of self. Mm-hmm. So social media is just an extension of that. I don't actually like to be perceived. The only reason why I made my account public was because of NTM. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, like, that I was cried that literally day. the only reason. And I've posted like two posts and they're all nighttime posts. Peep that. Do you know what I mean? I don't like, I actually don't like being perceived. I'm not a social media girly. I'm going to be like, so real for you. Is it worth being a social media girly? I can't answer that. (laughs) 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 Because I'm I'm not. Like, I I personally, um, I'm a person that you would would need to meet in real life. Mm, Get to know. Yeah, I can't. On social media, if you see me, you see me. Mm. (laughs) But like, I'm, I for a long time limited my like people who followed me yeah like i routinely actually go mm, i don't want you on my followers list yeah. so now it's gone over but it used to be my maximum was around 60 people who could follow me mm. it's a bit techy now <laughs> <laughs> i see your follower count increase increase and it stresses me out which is why i i kind of feel like it depends on what your your purpose for social media is okay if you get what i mean yeah like I kind of do want to grow my social media to, to be a more personal place. Mm-hmm. Um, but as long as it continues to be a safe place. Yeah. Yes. If if my social media is safe, sure, I'll yeah. be a social media girly. Sign me up. The minute it becomes unsafe, step up. But let us know what you guys think. Mm. Yeah. Are, are you, you a social media person? Are you guys social media girlies? If you are, give us tips. Or give me <laughs> tips, because... No. Sounds like you're holding about a gunpoint. <laughs> <laughs> give us tips. Yeah, <laughs> now. <laughs> Sorry. You have to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually make so many expressions. And you can't, you can't see. It looks like caught off guard. <laughs> Guys, I'm not holding anyone by gunpoint. Not me. I am. I don't own a gun. I... <laughs> not either. Well, I was about to say I do, but I don't. I don't know why I was going to say if that. If you owned a gun, I would actually have to really reconsider this living. <laughs> 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 not even on a joke thing. Sure. I think he's doing. I have actually been Hey guys, it's now back with another promo break. Now it's the first episode of season two and we're so glad to have you guys here, whether you're new or returning. Now, one way you guys can show your appreciation for us is to subscribe to our podcast on Apple and make sure to leave a review. You can also follow us on Spotify and leave a five-star review if you wish. 
And make sure to follow us on TikTok at the NTM Podcast, as well as Instagram, where you can keep up to date with all of our newest podcast episodes at the NTM Pod. We'll see you there. Right, so we've basically just started a new semester of uni. We're in our second semester now, guys. Thanks for reminding me. Why is your breath trembling? Because life has been life. Yeah, very, very immediately, Mm. I would say. Since the beginning of the year, but I feel like second semester really... It's shaken me a little bit. We're three days into it, by the way. You can tell the degrees love us. The science. (laughs) Crickets. Because it is getting tough. And we're continuously confronted with a particular question as we try to succeed and make a name in this life. Mm. Guys, are we afraid of being black and average? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I shouldn't have laughed. Because if you 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 don't don't laugh, laugh, you you cry. cry. (laughs) No, it's true. Um... Okay, well, since you asked it, can you kick it off, please? Something that has occurred to me very recently is I have a lot of big dreams, big ambitions in my life. And this hasn't been something that has, you know, just come about, like, as of yesterday, you know, very recently. As far as I can remember, I have always drilled into myself as a child a sense of ambition, a sense of drive, but above all, a sense of excellence. I have, it's rare for me to really find memories where I've been easy on myself when I haven't reached those heights of success that I've, you know, worked for myself. And I had to really understand, I was like, is this self-inflicted? I said, is this me? (laughs) And if I'm going to be honest, and you know, this is not coming from a critical angle, like me critiquing anybody, but it's, you know, it's it's an amalgamation of things. It's cultural. Mm -hmm. You know, I definitely understand the culture that I've come up into. Like, you know, my race also does play into my culture, like cultural background. Like, I'm aware that my parents... My grandparents, my great grandparents, mm. have laid a a path of excellence and have definitely, whether they were outward or overt about this or not, they've definitely tried to instill an idea of, um, you know, being black and excellent and having a strong lineage, mm-hmm. and essentially, you not just being great but greater than the ones that came before you. Right. It's always about one-upping yourself. So when I'm comparing myself to other black people that have come before me in my family, in my tight circle, I said there's no room to be average. There's also societal. There's a lot of intersections in my identity. Mm-hmm. Being black, being a woman. Mm. Shout out to the struggle. <laughs> but mm. the thing is, like, that alone, I already felt that pressure very early on as a child. I've, I, I was having teachers say to me, oh, you know what? gotta lead this you gotta be there for this child oh you would make a great mother like honestly like this idea of being almost giddy at a child doing so well at an early stage Mm -hmm. and being so excellent and me clocking very early on that I wasn't held to the same standard as a lot of my peers and so yes they would boost me up greatly when I did well but they would also take me down greatly if I did badly I think 
the thing that I took from that was expectations. Mm. Yeah. External expectations, internal expectations, and how that intersects. Mm. The fact that it really started from youth mm. and the kind of constant building. You can't be stagnant, you've always got to grow. Mm. But like, there is never ever continuous growth. There's going to be stagnancy mm. and eventually something has to crash mm. before you can grow again. Mm. If we're talking economics here. Ooh, okay, <laughs> okay, STEM girl. <laughs> it's a BA people. <laughs> Let them know. I think I do want to ask a question. Full of question time. Oh, that's <laughs> But like when you're thinking about your big ambitions and these ambitions that you have built over the years, yeah. Is it a fear? that you won't be able to reach those ambitions or is it kind of this present thing where you're like I just need to get further and further I do think that there is a level that I feel like my answer is twofold to that like Mm -hmm. it, it, it kind of honors both sides of the questions that you've been learning to me I do agree that it's almost like I just have to keep beating myself like I have to just keep getting like, I've never, for exams, for instance, in school stages, after year six, SATs and 11 plus and all those days, I was like, okay, sets in secondary school. Okay, after sets in secondary school, GCSEs, mocks, then the real exams, then after GCSEs, A-levels, then after A-levels, uni, then after uni, placements, then after placements, career, and then after career, multiple streams of income. There was never, ever a sense of, you stop, it ends. I don't even know what the finish line is for me. Every day, there is always something extra added on, and I think it does come from a fear of not knowing if I've truly found my purpose, not knowing if I'm doing the right thing, so I must have to just try everything. But I also understand, like, a jack, a jack of all trades is a master of none, that type of thing. But almost at the same time, I was like, I think I had to really unlearn this, but I think at a child, a very hard part for me was, like, I was like, I'd rather be a jack of all trades than a master of none. I'd rather do everything, you know, and just kind of... Um, I'd rather just do everything and find greatness in everything than just like, you know, only be limited to one thing or nothing. Mm. I think I made things harder for myself. I burnt out because I was always being like, you can't just be black and excellent. You have to do it quickly. You have to be a 30 under 30. Mm. Mm. I said, in this life, I need longevity. Yeah. Right. I wanted to say though, because obviously... This is podcast is kind of like for us, about us. <laughs> like it's black mm. female led. Mm. Do you ever feel like you cannot be black and average among each other, like among us? Expand on that question. Yeah. What do you mean? As in, obviously, we have a lot of respect for each other's work ethic and drive. And I've heard us you know, each say respectively, like, oh, we're very hardworking people, you know, you know, very driven, very talented, and we see different talents in each other. 
obviously playing to our own strengths does it ever push you to want to go harder or wanted to be better looking at each other being like oh i can't settle and be like this because oh look at mara doing her thing and she's like you know going to comps or like you know she's doing her thing she's talented look at now she's doing her thing she's talented i cannot just be like this i have to also be up here with them has that ever happened and obviously yeah but in a in a weird way because realistically what i would ask you guys is do you think we're above average mm. like do you think because when i heard the question yeah i was kind of like that implies what but what is what does average look like i don't get it and then mm. i was like and then we're putting on black and average and i was like why does that go together mm. realistically and then i was thinking Sorry. Oh, she cracking the Sorry. Yeah. She's ready to, to speak. 19 years of struggle. I was thinking... <laughs> <laughs> I was like... I think... Because some people will argue that why the whole black and average. It's not a race thing. It's just what people feel. People don't think... Don't, no one wants to be average. Yeah. That's what people will argue. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I would come back with is that it is a race thing Mm -hmm. for us I guess because I feel like when your identity is used as an obstacle Mm. and a hindrance in many aspects of the world and society then our average or what is considered to be average is completely different for us than it would be for someone who wasn't black. Mm-hmm. Our average is like is treated as inadequate, mm. and so if our what we have to be is exceptional or excellent, mm-hmm. and that is our standard, mm-hmm. because you're constantly seen as an obstruction to your own success because of your identity. Right. And in that way, I'm like, I was like, ooh, when I thought of it like that. Yeah. Because realistically, we're all sitting here, we have a podcast, we be- we basically have three jobs and then some on the side. But I don't think any of us will comfortably sit here and say, oh, we're above average. No. I think we would say we need to keep going. We have a very warped perception. Of- and it's because I think that whole concept of blackness being an obstacle feeds into our perception of what average is. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. I think... Hmm. Okay, for me personally, yeah. when I saw the question, immediately I was like, oh, I don't think I'm qualified for this. Because I was like, I'm not black and excellent. While that's something I strive to be, I was like, and now I had to to check myself Mm. and take a deep breath. Because we talk about the topics and we we go out and we gather our thoughts and then we come here and discuss, right? And this actually had to prompt me to journal. Because my first thought was thinking, oh, I'm probably below average. Exactly. Mm. That's that's 
where like my points came from. I feel like you're constantly trying to beat yourself and do more because you don't think you're at, you don't think you're excellent. In my opinion, that's where I felt I landed. Mm. Like I was like, I kept wanting to do more because I was like, this isn't enough. So I agree with the two. Like I, I, I posed that question because I, I don't know how. I think we do know because we talk, but I feel like but I don't know. It is a touchy know. subject. It is a touchy because subject. Because you feel, you've just said that you felt, feel, I might even say felt, because actually what are your updated thoughts after journaling? Still feel the same. Okay. I, so, okay. <laughs> That's the thing. I think, mm, I don't know if this is just because I think I've spent a lot of my life in very competitive environments yeah. mm. that it meant that in a way it almost had to set the standard mm. schools. I didn't even I didn't even go to a grammar school for secondary. That's the worst thing. Mm. I can't even imagine how oh. you man even I didn't go that. either. That was just a sixth form thing for me and mm. that was that changed my Seven life. Years. But for me okay. This is kind of hard to articulate. And I know this is an issue because I don't normally find it hard to articulate mm. with things, right? For me, when I think of black and average, I don't even think of myself. I think I think of myself as black and poor, like black and below average. Now, I say this because I think I'm very critical of outcomes of yeah. my work. It's never how much I put into it. Mm. It's actually the outcome. Mm. And I think whilst we can discuss the issue of am I black and excellent, am I black and average, I kind of wanted to break it down even further. Are we basing the excellence and averageness based on what is being put out or what you put in? Because for me, I put in a lot to everything. Yeah, yeah. I basically put my soul into every project, <laughs> right? But then if, if we took the season one, right, I edit the episodes, right? Mm-hmm. The outcome of season one, yeah. I can say that I'm not happy with. And it doesn't matter how many people be like, oh, it's your first season. You know, we were restricted. You know, audio quality was not that bad. Um, My outcome defines what I see as yeah. excellent. Yeah. And so ultimately, even, even though I'm working for it, guys, I'm trying. I'm mm. working through it. For me, that is black and poor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's not even to say that the aspects that everyone else works on the podcast, I think they're amazing. But my involvement, I kind of see it as below average, the outcome of it. So am I fearful of being average? No. I'm fearful of staying average, yes. That's mm. it, that's it right there. That's a good thing. So, that's yeah. the fear. Because I don't think I, I'm black and excellent. Oh, I think I'm black, yeah. But I don't think <laughs> I don't think I'm excellent or I've achieved excellence. Like even the view like even what I view as like excellence, I still feel like And then some. Yeah. Yeah. It's always the and then some. Mm-hmm. And that for me is probably where it truly lands. Like I'm like, okay, they would say I've done excellent, but what's that? And then some. Yeah. I it's that is my big fear. Staying mm. average. Because to me, imagine like you you you're taking your paper, right? Mm. It's this like, okay, 
I've identified your black, right? So I'm gonna give you a test paper. Yeah. If I get ninety nine and not a hundred out of a hundred, that's average to me. Mm. But I recognized in my journaling that if another person, right, and this this is where we get to the intersectionality of it. All, yeah. yeah. Right, and we've got to really break this down. Yeah. If, for example, another Caucasian person got fifty out of a hundred. I would say that's average. If they got 70, I would say that's excellent. And I'd be I rude actually, for them. I actually had to clock my bias. Right? Yeah, I'm like, oh, well done, you got 70. And I do that. Yeah, that's the yes, thing. I do that I in actively class. do that. I'm like, oh, you got 70. Ben, and they'll call you, you out on it. They'll mind you, <laughs> I got better than them. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yes. I'll be like this. I'll turn. I actually had to start taking advice about sit with it. That's the uncomfortable side of it. Sit with it. Take it in. Really get into the feedback and everything. Because I was like, Realistically, I see it. I'm not happy. Bye. That's what I used to do ages I ago. I still do that. And I think personally, it for me, it's rooted in this idea of a growth mindset. Now, I know this is where I think I'll get a bit controversial <laughs> because a lot of people champion the growth mindset and I do to a certain degree. But I also think the growth mindset perceives people to be in a certain type of body. Mm-hmm. The growth mindset is basically you know that you can always do better. And so therefore, you can take that positive feedback, but you also need to look at that negative feedback and look at how you can improve using that negative feedback. Now, what the growth mindset doesn't take into account, right, is the fact that negative feedback is subjective Mm. based on what you are. The Mm. feedback that I get is not the same feedback that a lighter skinned black woman will get mm. and it's not the same feedback that a white woman will get yeah. and that's not the same feedback that a white man will get yeah. yeah do you see yeah and so automatically i think even the feedback you get is more critical yeah based on where you are on the totem pole because even somebody who's a black trans woman mm. their feedback mm. their level of excellence that that you know guideline completely different and so I kind of felt like in my journaling I was like this isn't something that you can sit down and find an answer to no No. this has a lot of dismantling in there is in this (laughs) you can't we can't just be like at the end of this oh so guys this is what black and average is this is how you can overcome it Keep striving towards your goals. Peace Ugh. out. It's not like that. Get out of here. It's because not like no, that. It's how, <laughs> no, get out of get here. <laughs> Notice how we have not given a defined, <laughs> like, um, you know, a defined example mm. of what black and average or black and excellence or black and poor looks like. Because, we have just mm-hmm. talked about our experiences and how we feel. Because mm. honestly, there was no right, there's no wrong, there's no guideline. It is really just your life experiences and how you mm. feel. It is all subjective mm. at the end of the day. And that's what's hard to swallow because it's all subjective. There's no clear, definitive answer. So what are we doing? And how do we overcome? Because the layers that we're How getting, do we dismantle? You know what I mean? You can't... It's so intertwined with everything else. It's not just about being black. It's about being a woman. Then it's about being British. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Little chuckle. Because <laughs> maybe our average and the next American average right. completely different. It's There's so many 
building layers to this yeah. that even in the dismantling of that, you realistically can't tackle it all. Yeah. You can't. It's just, it's... I do not want to be having the headaches that the great philosophers had, realistically. <laughs> no. I think you trying to rack your brain with the right way to do things, the right way to act, the routine, the formula, ultimately will drive you insane. It has driven me insane, personally. Mm-hmm. And sometimes certain things do not require an answer because it's not meant to be a straight line. It's not. It's Honestly, it's a journey, and that journey isn't down a straight path. It's down like a... A rocky ski slope. Sorry. You've been skiing recently. Um, <laughs> I'm realistically like, I think my goal would be is to have be comfortable with sitting in the journey more than mm. getting to the destination. Yes. Because what you'll find is you'll just be wound up in this concept of destination happiness. Mm-hmm. And once you get to where you aim to get to, oh, what's the next thing? Oh, what's the next thing? I realistically don't want to be 99 years old looking back and saying, I haven't lived. Mm. I mean, I mean, you're making it to 99. Oh, wow. Well, that's pretty good. That's a life that's pretty good. <laughs> but if I'm in this like world of destination happiness, even at 99, I'm going to think, what did I do? Even if I've done everything, mm. I'm going to sit and be, what did I do? And feel like I've amounted to nothing. And then I'm just black. Well, it's not, and it's just nothing. And you know what? At the end of the day, sometimes we just need to be comfortable in being. Not being black, not being black and average, not being black and... Just be, guys. Just be. This has affirmed to me that in Mara's past life, she was a freedom fighter. (laughs) (laughs) To freedom! To freedom! To freedom! Just sit in yourself and just, just, just live. Because that's what we're here to do. Well, that's what I believe we're here to do. Because yeah. realistically, we can't get into the philosophical, why are we here? What's the purpose of no. human race? I can't bother with that. It's but, not my you know degree. What? <laughs> it's not my degree. <laughs> no, you're laughing. Is it your degree? It's part of it. Oh. Um, Jack, you don't want to get into it. It's messed me up, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> no, but one thing I, I think as a closing note, mm-hmm. yeah. To you guys, our listeners. I'm going to put on my podcast voice. Oh my God. (laughs) She's getting close to the mic. To our listeners. Mm. They probably hit every spit swallow. (laughs) (laughs) You're out of pocket. One thing I want you guys to remember is that you are worthy, you are loved, and you can accomplish everything you want to do with time, effort, and appreciation of self. Make that be known. Mm-hmm. Get this girl a book deal. Listen, it's written in the stars. It's written. We've it's... all got many great things ahead of us, guys. Listen, it's written in the stars for each, everyone I've seen here, for everyone listening, for everyone in this world. And if there's, if it's not, then I don't know what to say. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> on why it If you don't out. think you have a purpose in life, give us a five-star review and you'll find it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have anything to say. Well, one episode. I've been now. I've been Tammy. 
It's been your girl Mara. And we've been the Not Too Much Podcast. You guys already know the drill. If you didn't know before, you know now. Okay guys, I know it's been a heavy episode, but we're going to come through with some inspiration to inspire the nation. Here's some black women that you ought to know. Are you ready? I'm going to say it now. One, two... India Ari Jill Scott Lauren Hill Beyonce Tina Turner Diana Ross Rihanna I don't know anymore <laughs> Off the top of my head Off the top of my head Wait, Alicia Keys Off the top of my head